episode 50 of the Global Exclusive Podcast. I'm your host, Muswell, and this week I'm joined by Barros and our special guest, Sinzar. The other three hosts could not make it to celebrate the 50th episode, I guess. So, thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thanks so much. And we also have a sponsor this week. Uh, we finally found a way to get rid of the Gumi Spy. Our sponsor is Final Fantasy Tactics, and as we all, as we all know, Gumi refuses to have anything to do with that game, so they can't listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> well, hey, that's not actually true. It seems like Gumi actually has a lot to do with Final Fantasy Tactics, since War of the Visions has a lot of FFT collabs. It seems like Alim is the company that can't do FFT anymore. Maybe they did something bad, like they made Ramza so bad that the person in charge of FFT at Square got mad at them and said, like, you're never doing an FFT collab again. That, that must be what happened. That makes sense. Makes sense. So this week, we're going to start off by talking about the new banner and the exciting units that are on it. Right, guys? That's that's what happened this week. We got a new banner. Mm. They're running Elena again. Who was really valuable before. Like, it's really good they're running her banner again because she was such a meta unit. I mean, she was used in Dark Visions a bit. Mostly yeah, on for, her mostly banner. Mostly for her killer buff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I have used her for killer buff. Like, Sensor, have you done a, like, Elena clear at all in any any vids or anything like I that? I used her for Antonola for my very first clear. I think that's the only time I've actually used her in a trial other than as, like, a support unit to steal her buff or something. I've used her once or twice. But as the primary unit, I think just Antonola. Yeah, mm. she's, like, she's not bad, but she's not... I think the problem is that a lot of these bosses have either high defense or high spirit, and she's not a great fit for those. And even when it's not, her damage is fine, but she doesn't burst that hard, so... Eh. Yeah, I mean, one thing I'm really sad about... Okay, I know it's not... Well, technically it is the Elena banner, so I can. I, I guess I can say this. But Starlight Elena missed something that original Elena had. So original Elena was also crept in damage quite fast. But... She remained such a fantastic unit because she had so much else in a supportive kit, right? Like, it was just really good to use her because she would do so much for you and for the party. But they really missed that with Starlight Elena. Yeah, I think they thought that what people liked about Elena was the fact that she was a hybrid damage dealer. Which, I mean, yeah. there's some people that do like that. Although, sure. like, I like it in theory. I wish it wasn't so incredibly fucking slow to use the builder on her. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's actually, Sinzar, admit it, that is actually the reason you don't do Elena Clears, isn't it? Uh, it's definitely slow to build. The, the, this, the problem, it seems like, is most units have either, like, a great support kit and utility, or good damage. Like, these days, they don't seem to have them both at once anymore. Yeah. We do, but it seems to be only on the breakers. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, Riku, obviously, Shadow, um, the great units, right? So so that that is true. They do compress. But yeah. Cesar is right. Like, I mean, we have, like, other supporting units is what, Rain? We have Yoshi? Um, I I else? wouldn't even really call Yoshi a damage dealer at this point. He's... No, I mean, no, I mean, like, low damage, but is a support. That's what I'm saying. Kind of. Yeah. Although, to be fair, Elena was the top damage dealer on release. It's just that she got crept uh, by the next banner. Zeno outdamaged her. Elena? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean Starlight Elena, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Anyway, Adele is also on the banner, and Adele is a better unit than Elena, so so that's that's at least something. Like Adele sort can actually, yeah. I mean, she she's good for longer fights. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Adele is 
is slightly better than Elena, but she does have drawbacks you have to worry about. But I, I would still prefer her to Elena in most cases. But, I mean, Cesar, just before we started, you were saying that you actually could, uh, like, gear a Adele really, really good for Omega. I'm going to try her. I didn't I didn't calculate it, and I didn't do the clear yet. So if it doesn't do it in, in 10 turns or less, I'm not going to bother posting it because, you know, it's, it failed the mission. <laughs> but, she, like, she's a really good yeah. unit with the long setup fight. So, like, on a longer fight, she's great. The problem is those longer fights just don't exist. That's, like, the big problem with Adele. But how about Asura that's coming? Uh, kind of is 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 that going to be a long? F- I mean, is that going to be reasonable even to bring Adele? I actually plan to try Adele at, at at the current time as my first pick for Asura based on what I currently own for units. I think she'll be good for Asura because there's no turn limit mission, so you can just spend all the time in the world setting up, right. and then you're just good to go for the rest of the fight. She should be good there. You know, I I don't have her. I've never tried her on JP. I actually did off-banner her on JP very recently. So so maybe I'll give her a try in JP and see. But in theory, she should be good on Ashura. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like kind of the trial made for her, right? No term limit and a trial already that is, like, like you were telling me before, it takes, uh, like, 20 turns in phase two, 10 turns in phase one. So you're looking at at least 30 turns of fighting anyway. Yeah, but but her, her setup doesn't carry over, right? Uh, it's fights. actually it's actually the same fight. It's very similar to Lich. When you kill her, oh. she just revives herself as an undead version in the same fight. So yeah, it's the same same exact battle. Oh, okay. oh, that's nice. Yeah, neither of these units are bad. It's just at this point, I don't think many people are excited to be pulling for them. And but the real thing about this banner is the like equipment exchange that you can do with the tokens that you get from summoning. And this is mm-hmm. apparently Gumi's attempt to sell us gear for Lapis. And a lot of people were actually upset about this. I saw people I'm talking about, about it on Reddit. I saw people <laughs> talking about it on Discord. So, so it's a hot topic, right? Um, they're now selling us, like, it's kind of like a equipment gacha. And yeah. although I guess it's always been with the STMRs and TMRs, but this is feels different. I don't know why, but it feels different. The uh, So just as some background, the items are... They cost three coins each. There's also a few, like, older items, mostly, like, STMRs of other units that are slightly cheaper. But the new items are all three coins. And they're all about STMR level, more or less. Uh, like, we have one that's very similar to Eleven's STMR. There's a rod that's kind of similar to Delta Star Sakura's STMR. Uh, some other stuff in there that's mostly, like, side grades to existing items. Uh, there's a killer materia, there's a resist materia, and it's not that the stuff is bad, it's just that it's not necessarily worth 15k lapis unless you're a whale who really cares about dark visions, but those people pull for everything anyways. Well, I actually turned it around on the Discord the other day, because like, Sinzar, you actually got the question in Discord, kind of, is any, is there an item here that's actually worth for future trials? And I think your answer was no. Right. Uh, the purge materia is great for a bunch of trials. Um, you know, demon come demon chimera hmm. is a demon, so the, the magical demon killer, great. It's good for Ashura, who is demon and undead. Um, so it's it's definitely good for some future trials. That one. The rest of the stuff is like side grades to existing STMRs. Like if you already got Black Roselia, the staff is like a side grade. It's not like anything new and unique that you can't miss out on. The only like really uniqueish one is the materia because it's like magical right. killers for like undead and demon that are really rare to find. And even then, it's just increasing your damage, which is not necessarily worth 15k lapis. Like, again, it's good. I don't think it's that good. And I 
I don't want to spend anything on Spanner because I don't want to encourage them to keep doing this kind of shit. But you know, okay, okay, I, I agree with you. I actually don't want them to keep doing this, but consider this. What if this is just a way for new players to kind of catch up on N-tier STMR items? Because if you imagine that for 15k Lapis, you could get Black Rosalia, I mean, you know, that, that's, I th- that's... I think new players have much better things they should be spending their Lapis on. This, like, I, 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 would, I would never recommend this to a new player unless they somehow already had a perfectly developed roster. But if they have a perfectly developed roster and no gear, like, how many people fit into that category? Well, you know, I mean, there are a couple of people in our Discord community that kind of just started playing and have a pretty fresh account, but still have a couple of NVs and a fairly, like, fleshed out roster. Uh, okay, I, I'm not saying, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's unusual. I mean, it is unusual, but the, the kind is, of, you know. When you compare these items to regular TMs, for the most part, you're probably looking at damage gain of, like, 5 to 10%. And 10% is, like, near the top end of the scale. That one killer materia might be like 15% against Asura specifically, and probably like 10% against anything else. It's just, is that worth 15k Lapis? Well, I mean, it depends, right? Like, okay, let's say you're a player that has played for six months, you actually have a solid roster, you have a couple of MVs, but you haven't played like we have for five years, right? So you don't have, um, you know, a, a huge backlog of STMRs, you don't have fucking Centurio. Right, so or you don't have new squalls STMR, so you want a great sword with LB damage. Um, I mean, I do think 15k is a bit steep. I would have seen like each of these weapons cost one coin, although maybe that's too little. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to think about this banner honestly. What what's like your take, Sensori? Are you pulling on it? Are you getting any of the weapons? No, I think I'm gonna pass. Uh, I actually don't really have much of a problem with them them selling the like the gear itself, pretty much. I'm fine with that. It's like a slight stretch from what they already do anyway. Like, you can get a guaranteed um, safety net. You pull the unit. You get their STMR if you do it enough times. It's They've already done this. It's just a different version. My problem with the banner is it's a rerun banner. And I wish they had used this system to give incentives on a new banner, but a bad banner. For example, like Neovision's last well, people pretty much know he's underpowered. And you need a really good reason to pull for him. Putting this kind of stuff on Neovision Lastwell's banner would have been amazing. Because the unit is not good. It's still not good. But you wouldn't feel so bad pulling for a brand new unit and getting these weapons along the way. That's, that's, how, that's how I would have done it. I would still prefer it if instead of spending their time developing GLX weapons, they just gave the units GLX buffs. Because it's going sure. to take, take development time either way. I'd rather see the units be better. I mean, but again, I think these these items aren't bad, but I don't I don't like the way that they're doing this, and I'm really worried that like the next time they do it, the items might be more irreplaceable. I mean, this is Cinzar is actually right in the fact that this would be no different than if they put like five seven star units on banner that you could just guarantee an STMR for fifteen k if you if you did three ten plus ones on the banner. It's kind of the same. Um, it's just that they don't have to create trash units. Nobody's going to use and just get their STMR. So, you know, actually, actually, fuck, fuck. Okay, I don't believe I'm saying this, but I would actually prefer this over them creating, putting down development time and making sprites for units that nobody's going to fucking use. Because that's what they do. Like on a normal Envy banner, you get like Minur. Who the fuck wants... Okay, Minur is not bad if I guess you don't have Renora, but maybe that's a bad example. But, you know, Elbis and Lexa. 
who you know that's that's nobody wants those units but they're they're basically stmrs i think this is actually a better you know change my mind but i think this is better I, I agree because, like, like you know, exa- that, those are great examples, Lexa and um, Elvis. Like, no one is using them, <laughs> so they are literally. I mean, maybe if you're like super fresh and you got Alexa, then you got like a damage. But I mean, you're gonna get an NV anyway, right? So yeah, so like they are literally just holding the STMR for you. So it's the same concept, pretty much. It's just a, a variation of it. So I'm not really like you know. There are some people like I'm so offended by this. I'm. I'm not. I don't really care. I just wish it wasn't a wasted rerun banner. Right, right. Because because actual pulls on the banner feel worthless. I get you. I get you. Like, I, I you don't want have, to do a 10k. I would have rather Perfect. them just do, like, a literal complete rerun with nothing new of Phase's banner. Because at least then we could tell new players, hey, here's a good thing to pull on. True, true. And and you get, like, STMRs on, or STMR tier weapons No, I mean, e- even, even without the weapons. Just, like, okay, if they yeah. just rerun Phase's banner with nothing else... I would yeah, honestly, honestly, why Elena and Adele? Let's let's just let's just talk about that. Why that pairing? You know, and, and why now? Why? Uh, why my get. This is just like me thinking off the top of my head. Maybe they're the units that the most whales skipped, and they figured that by putting them on this banner, they can entice a few more whales into pulling. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I mean, because I'm thinking, like, none of them have a really good STMR. I mean, Elena's STMR is nice, but it's also, you know, TDH. Um, Adele, sure. Like, if you want to gear out your Tifa, but as we've already concluded, Tifa does less damage than Cloud, so who the fuck would want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just had so yeah, I, I just think it's weird, but but honestly, I I'm not like I'm not bitter. Like I'm actually, you know, Muspel, I I don't know. I I am okay with this. If this came back on other banners, I am okay with it. If they don't add trash tier seven stars, because then kind of I can be like, okay, I will go. It could incentivize me to pull a bit, because then then I could be like, okay, I'm gonna do three ten pulls, because at least that guarantees me, um, this nice weapon that I might be missing in my roster, and I'm gonna well, get the that. The thing is that yeah, I like I that I like. I realize that right now, you just like Lexa and Elvis are terrible and useless, but at least like with then you can look at them and say, I have seven copies. At least there's a chance of them getting an NBA someday. <laughs> the eternal optimist. With, yeah. with, the, with these weapons, there's, there's no real future. And even more than that, like a big, a, a sizable part of what makes these weapons good are this unique enhancements they get from item world. And those may never rerun. And well, one, the weapons may never rerun either. I mean, to be honest, this is very much well, limited yeah, but, STMRs. But, like, if you get a limited, if you get, like, 11 to STMR, you can keep running it through item world whenever, like, including in the future when they add the additional rares to the pool. These weapons oh, yeah, are true, never going to have that option, probably. And Again, unless they rerun it, which could happen, but might not. Right, right, right. Yeah, because uniques actually don't come back so it's not like yeah. you can run oh, okay okay hmm. I, di- I actually didn't think about that but that is very true like if you wanted to rerun your um i don't know black rosalia side grade uh you can't because you still want to keep the unique you got this week and, yeah hmm, that, that makes sense yeah. i do oh uh, we should also touch on one other unique thing about one of these weapons uh there's a staff seraph staff and it's rare gives you three turns of status ailment uh, buff at the start of the battle that could have some applications for various things, like in Dark Visions, you can equip it to a unit's base form and then have Zon copy it and spread it around if you need ailment immune on everybody and don't want to gear for it. Yeah, Cesar um, had a great idea, too, that you shared with us just before the pod. What, what was that? 
Uh, it's the same concept. You can you can also equip it to a unit's base form, like Terra is the classic example. And then when she shifts, that status immunity is still there. And like for example, uh, Golem that we just had in Dark Visions, it would have been great for him, you know, at the time. Right. Right. Yeah, because you had to downgrade your units to gear for immunities. Yeah, that, that's a, I actually didn't even think about that before you said it, Sinzar, but it's actually a buff, right? So, so it's actually going to persist between shifting. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not worth 15k Lapis, probably, unless you're no, really free. serious about Dark Visions. I mean, oh, is that that's, one free? I thought that was one Yeah, no, stuff. that's that's the Seraph. The Seraph staff is the first item you get from just running the item world. So oh, everyone, right, yeah. everyone just that are playing the game should definitely just get one and make sure you get it's unique um because it's because it's really good it's just a very nice item to have to do some shenanigans with as Muspel said share it with zon or as Sinzar said kind of just have a buff that stays between your brave shift and your base form which is super nice also a uh, pro tip uh you don't even have to have zon copy it just equip the staff to him directly and then he can share it around hmm yeah, that's actually... Uh, which, which you'd can, have to do, like, equip staff on it. Yeah, though, but yeah. It, but it'll save him an action, which could be relevant sometimes, so... Yeah, that, that, that's actually true, because you might not even need resistances on turn one, so you might want to copy on, like, turn two or something, and then yeah. it makes sense, because then it's he the, still it's has It's the it. same way that sometimes you might want to use Varun's TM on Zon himself, rather than have somebody else get the element buff and then copy it with him. Yeah, because he might have a free turn, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, I mean, like split opinions on the STMR weapons, I guess, uh, to each his own. I know a lot of people are upset. I'm just not as upset, but I understand that it's kind of a different way of selling stuff. So I, I know that's going to always raise raise emotions. But we do have something else this week uh, that we haven't talked much about, and that's the Omega Trial. Omega Trial came out. And people were OTKing it on day one. Since are you for a long time, you've been saying that this is going to be a joke of a trial. And yeah, I guess you were right. It's a joke of a trial if your account is good enough. Because there's definitely plenty of players out there who are trying to OTK it and coming up short and then getting mad. Like, oh, I thought this was so easy. What happened? But um, are, are you getting like angry YouTube comments? I'm not angry, but there are definitely I have definitely gotten comments on my videos, my OTK videos, saying like my Sora left it at twenty percent or my Terra left it at ten percent. This is not working. So like, right, I mean, right. it definitely can be okay OTKed, and if you do the trial, I mean, it's literally it deals zero damage on turn one, turn two, it's dead. So it's 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 super easy, a joke. But you have to have the unit strong enough to make it a joke. Right, right. But what if you don't? Like, what do you need to think about if you actually want to do a slow a slow run and just complete it? Uh, there, there's like three main things to deal with here. Uh, there's the ambush, which is just gear your team and fire resist or guts or bring shoreline Fina. Uh, there's the turn two attack, which on the Japanese server was a much bigger concern because it's four attacks that ignore cover and they deal pretty high damage. But on global, you can smoke bomb them with Zahn every single time so you you don't even need to bring a breaker or a buffer if you have zon and i assume most people these days have zon because of dark visions so like you just bring zon you smoke bomb you kill zon on turn three raise him smoke bomb again the next time and you you will literally never take damage on on the, the trial and then then there's the wave cannon which is an attack that will pretty much one shot your magic tank on the third turn um, but if you just re-raise and then either use something like nethesite or provoke the dispel to a different unit, not your tank, then your tank just re-raises and comes back, and it's really not very threatening. Right, so, so what you're saying is actually, like, w with a re-raise and a different provoke tank than your cover tank, 
you're actually not taking any damage. Your cover tank needs like 250 to two resistances and you have Zon and you're done. Pretty right? much, yeah. That is, I mean, and, and then you can kind of go in your own, at your own pace, right? You, you can just DPS as slow as you want just to defeat the trial, right? Yeah, there's a mission for 10 turns, but it's an optional mission. Like, there, there, there's no, like, hard penalty like Demon Wall. If you take 30 turns, you'll just fail a mission. It's not a big deal. Right. You can definitely go as slow as you want. What What is the 10-turn mission, actually? Uh, or, en- energy pot. It's a energy pot reward. Really? Uh, yes, 50 energy. Oh, I, I, okay. I thought it would be like, a, I don't know, a, a UOC or something. Okay, no, 50 energy. Well, so so that, that makes it even more of a joke, right? You really don't have to do the, the um, turn mission at all. But one thing that I think is worth mentioning here is that you actually, with a physical DPS, you actually can't DPS um, Omega on every turn because he has this, he has this weird searcher cover thing and immunity going on, right? Oh, yeah, um... Yeah, the searcher gives him an immunity buff that lasts for two turns, and then there's one turn of like an opening where you can hurt him. Uh, so you have an option. You can either just use burst damagers and hit him on turns three, six, and nine, you know, continue, etc. Or you can actually kill the searcher. If you've got like steady DPS chainers like on Unite or Adele or something, they're not really all about burst. You can actually kill the searcher. It takes a well-geared physical unit, something like three or four turns to kill him. And if you do that, then you can DPS Omega every single turn. So you even with Chainers and not using Burst, you can kill Omega within 10 turns by killing the Searcher first. I did that with um, Onion Knight on the JP server. I killed the Searcher, and then I spent like four turns chaining down Omega and still got it within 10 turns. Um, I would point out that the Searcher is about as tanky as Omega himself. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, he's definitely um, pretty thick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, you're unlocking, so you actually can't DPS Omega on every turn. You're, pro- I mean, it's probably yeah. a time save to kill the searcher first, since yeah, I, sure. I'm I'm just saying, do, I don't want people to go in there and expect that it's super squishy. Yeah, exactly. it's, it, yeah it has it has almost the, the exact same effective health, probably just at eye just at eyeballing it. Right, right. And one thing to mention, like uh, you can cheese it with Zon, but I don't think you have to despair if you don't have Zon. Okay, so. I mean, if you have Phasey, I guess. <laughs> but I, I, with proper mitigations, you can still survive the hybrid cover ignoring attack. Because yeah. it really, it's it's not as strong as you'd think. You, like, you need to have good mitigations, obviously. Yeah, it's actually a true hybrid attack, which means everything works against it. So defense buff, spirit buff, general mitigation, physical mitigation, magic mitigation, all of those stack together to reduce the damage from the attacks. Also, you could use... Machina the, mitigation from Yoshi as well. Oh, yeah. Same. And um, Renora gives machine mitigation as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, breaking the boss's attack and magic will lower the damage. Also, um, if you don't have, like, Zon for five times Mirage, just using a single stack of Mirage will cut the damage by 25% because it'll take out one of those four AoEs. Or a double Mirage yeah. from, like, Shadow will cut the damage in half again on top of all the other mitigation. So it's... As long as you come prepared, it's pretty easy to survive it. You just can't go on there if, like, you know, six DPS, try to one-shot it on turn two, (laughs) come up short, and have no buffs at all. That's not going to work out. Right. There's one other option I want to mention, which is Onion Knight. Oh. Um, It it has accuracy, but if you use Onion Knight's Brave Shifted LB, you can lower the boss's accuracy to the point that you can dodge it. You would need 100% dodge on everybody, though. Mm. But if you do that, you could set it up so that really the only thing that can kill you is, uh, like, as long as your magic cover tank gets re-raised, 
from Wave Cannon, you should be fine, I would imagine. Oh, right? that's that's pretty cool. You can break out your old Behemoth team and just uh, debuff accuracy. Cool. Um, that that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. But I mean, but it... but at that point, you are using physical, which means that the turn limit could be an issue because the boss has evasion, and you have to deal with the immunity, and it's a pain yeah. in the ass. Yeah, but but I mean, we're kind of talking about strats anyway. The that like if you can't OTK, right? Because like if you can OTK, you're probably not caring about half of this because you're either killing on turn two or turn three, so you're fine, kind of. And and just ju- yeah. just to give a reference, I so I I went in with a two stack mirage, phases both physical and magical mitigation, uh, no general mitigation, and just phases own break, and it did two hundred damage per unit. So four times, two or actually two times since I had two stack mirage. So, so it's like it's it's really manageable. It's it, it's not it's not something to be afraid of. You you can build a team around. Yeah, Elena might actually be a good damage dealer here because oh. uh oh, oh wait never mind uh <laughs> okay biggest reason, debate I, I got the bosses I got the bosses defense and spirit mixed up. Oh okay okay ah so he has what lower defense? Yeah, yeah. obviously yeah yeah he ha- he does. Like she she she's she's still not bad, but. I was thinking that she Yeah, could, the problem with uh, Elena and Eldrin, I wanted to do an Eldrin clear, but then I realized both Elena and Eldrin have really low burst, and they are still, like, hybrids are still affected by the f- uh, physical immunity, so they can also only DPS every third turn. So then you're... No, they would they would deal half damage. Are you sure about that? Yes, it averages oh. out resists. Oh, I thought I, I thought it was, like, immunity to physical type attacks, but then I... Okay, okay, never mind. No, never mind. That's, that's why you can use hybrids against Moon. Okay. Uh, but... So it's it's complicated against Moon because Moon has innate immunity and it buffs its resistance. And while the resistance buff is up is up because of the way it averages things out, he's fully immune to hybrid. But as soon as the buff drops off, you're fine. If it was just the buff or just the innate immunity, you would always be able to damage him. Oh, interesting. But then you could like then you could do a slow and steady clear with uh, Elena or Eldrin. Shit, I'm gonna try that. Yeah. I, I already have a team. The set annoying up, so. thing. The annoying thing is that the boss has evasion, and they're both true dual wield. No, Elena's no. Elena's brave shift does have accuracy. See, see. Uh, but her brave shift is a little weaker, so you'd have to think about that. But but hey, look at it this way: you're never ever ever gonna use her brave shift outside of DV buffs. So this is actually a reason to use her brave shift. Hey, you can't actually stay in Elena's brave shift, though, can you? Is it is it permanent or, or limited duration? I forget. It, it lasts four. Turns. I don't know actually. Oh, so it is limited. I I haven't used it, so I wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it does okay, so you have four turns of, of DPSing and then you have a couple of turns of bullshit TDW. Although I, two turns in base form, but she can do some setup for her brave shift yeah, during and, that. And I, but... and I do think you can probably gear Elena pretty well TDH in base as well. Because like if you have her STMR and stuff like that, it, it should be doable. Uh I forget if she has any TDH passives in her base in her base form. I don't think she does. No, but but look at it like if you have if you oh yeah, yeah, she would want magic too. But like I'm thinking, you know, yeah. o- o- OG Elena STMR plus Elaine uh, Starlight Elena STMR is two hundred percent uh on both attack and magic. Just the two of them. I think I think she's probably better off just using true dual wield in her base form and dealing with the dodge. It'll be annoying as fuck, but it's probably more damage. Yeah, probably. Cool, but, but I mean, it's it's it was a bit disappointing, yeah. But I am still kind of I am still planning on doing a couple of more runs on Omega. I I, I think I said this before when we got this uh, one really predictable trial too. I don't remember which one, but it's kind of nice because now I have a trial. Oh yeah, it was Demon Wall. Now I have a trial where you know I can set up a team 
and then swap in any of my damage dealers I'd like to just try out on it. And it doesn't matter, since I've done the 10 turn mission, doesn't matter, I can just, you know, replay it and, and try some different clears. So that's going to be fun. I'm actually planning on a couple of them. Yeah, what kind of annoys me about this trial is that it feels like they, like there's some aspect of the fight that just screws over every single type of damage dealer. Physical damage dealers are screwed over by the immunity. Magic damage dealers are screwed over by the boss's high spirit. Physical damage dealers that are true dual wield are also screwed over by the evasion, and so are hybrids. And I wish that they had either picked a lane or picked a way to screw over units that wasn't so frustrating to deal with. Because uh, I don't like the, I don't like the immunities or the evasion. But you know, hey, you know what? I actually don't agree with you, or or I do agree with you. But but there is one thing maybe you're not thinking about, and that's that it's kind of forcing you to do a different strat depending on which damage you because like you know like if it was you know easy easy time for let's say tdh um it's it's not right every unit has to contend with something so if you're tdw you kind of and you're physical then you kind of have to contend with um boss having evasion and you can only dps every third turn tdh i guess has it the easiest because it only has to contend with it having um to do damage once every third turns or once every three turns magic has to well, actually, wait, magic has the Magic easiest. deals half damage, basically. Yeah, it just deals half damage, but it can do damage. Yeah. No, what I'm trying to say is kind of, it, it does push you to do some different things with every type. So if you're TDW, you might be thinking about actually gearing your units for TDH. If you're TDH, you might be thinking about if you're bursting or if you're going to chain. Eh, it's like, I, I kind of see why they did it. You forgot to mention that it also really pigeonholes you into only two elements as well. Like, you can go off element, but you really want thunder or holy damage because of the resistances, too. That's actually... Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like a common theme going forward with Trials, starting from now, is, like, they really hyper-focus you to one or two elements for the fight. Like, for example, like, Demon Chimera is super weak to ice, and then 75 resist to everything else except thunder. Thunder and ice. Yeah, and then, like, Iron Giant's the same way. It's... They, they they really lean on that, where it's kind of like Dark Visions, where you want to bring just these elements and not others. Well, I, I mean... Yeah, I, if you have the right gear for it, Cloud is probably a good choice, because he has Machine Killers, he deals Lightning Damage, and he's TDH. Yeah, Cloud and is he great. he also has good Burst. Yeah. Better Burst than Tifa, some would say, right? <laughs> for for this fight specifically? Sure. Uh, sorry. Uh, but... um. But Cesar, you know what you're saying. I, it's like I don't think that's necessarily bad because kind of you do get to then actually put like take some of these old units from the bench and use them because like oh you have Eldrin, you're not going to be able to use Eldrin or anything else aside Demon Chimera. He might not even work for Demon Chimera. Who knows? But um, it's kind of you know like it's it's forcing you to use these units you're not using otherwise. That's fine as long as the older units are viable. Like and our Omega, he's overall pretty easy and relatively squishy it's fine but something like demon chimera where there's like two units in the game that are viable i think that's taken it a little bit too far true true but i mean how is it in jp now how crept is chimera like three months from now could we roll it with new units not really there haven't really been any new um thunder or or ice mages that are just really strong over Faisless. um Right. Yeah, not really. Okay. It's it's still it's still a pretty limited fight if you want to do it in, in within the fifteen turns. Of course, you can kill with anything if you just take longer. But for the for the right. for the all mission clear, it's still really limited. Yeah, but I'm thinking like kind of. I mean, we already have a step up on GL over JP because we do have Eldrin and Ibarra, right? Maybe even Christine. I don't know. Yeah, last week Dream said Christine could potentially even do it. So um, 
yeah, Global definitely has better options. So you know, we'll we'll say. I'm not. I think I said this last week. I don't. I'm not sure that Eldrin or Elena are well suited to Chimera because without their physical portion of their damage, they're not going to do a whole lot. And Demon Chimera has such absurd defense. Yeah, but, but Dream said he. Or, or he said he calculated it two episodes ago and that, like, it turns out that maybe Eldrin retains 80% of his mods. So that's not that bad. I mean, like, you know, overall, just going down to 80% of his damage is going to put him at a good spot to, to kill it. So I guess, I mean, you know, you're going to go into the builder, you're going to input these values, and it's probably going to give you a, a magic-heavy build, I'm assuming, right, for, for Eldrin. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's see. I mean, I, I want to try. I want to try. I got Eldrin... I shittered Eldrin out of fucking nowhere, so I definitely want to try using this unit, because I really don't see him used anymore, because I think, like, we were talking about this in the Discord as well, since I mentioned it in the previous episode, that you you and Trag, you were saying that future trials are either very defense-heavy or spirit-heavy, and never, like, kind of, or or not never, but rarely they have the same defense and spirit. It's about half and half, like, um, Bayamit and Ashura are about equal defense and spirit, but then, like, Chimera is extremely high defense, and then Ymir is extremely high spirit. So, I mean, it goes back and forth. Um, Iron Giant is, okay. again, extremely high defense, low spirit. So it's about half and half. Half the trials really force you into that one damage type, and the other half you can bring whatever you want. Okay. So, so yeah, so it's still kind of like for half of the trials, you, you do need to look elsewhere or, you know, Eldrin is going to suffer at worst a 50% penalty. Well, it's never going to be 50%, but it's going to be quite a big hit. Same goes for Elena, if Elena had reasonable damage, I guess. Which is, feels so weird to say now. Like, how old is Elena, really? Like, what is she? A month? Two? More than that. And maybe she's two, I guess. Uh, let me check. Uh, she came out in September. Okay. Uh, that is a so she's day. about four months old. Okay. Wow. Already four months? What the... F- well, three. Three, three and yeah, a half. Three and a half. Time flies. <sighs> Time flies. Okay, cool. All right, so thanks for that. Uh, one last thing we we're kind of thinking of talking about. I don't know if we have enough time. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but uh, going into kind of the future and what to look forward to. I mean, Sinzar, you're kind of our our uh, magical crystal ball here because you play JP and none of us others do. But is there anything cool to look forward to uh, when it comes to JP? Um. Well, as as compared to global versus J, JP's timeline, we're approaching the point in JP where they were celebrating their fifth anniversary with like the tag units. They had a special tower for the Neo Visions Awakening for um, Untamed Wolf Adele. They had a ton of quality of life changes. They revamped the way raids work. So because we're like a different timeline, like we should be getting all of that just anyway in the next within the next month or so. And some of that is really cool, like the um, uh, the tower. If we get it, we we may not, but it's it, it's just a, it's a new game mode. Even though I don't personally like it very much, it's at least it's <laughs> at least it's better than not giving anything or just giving the same tired events every week. You know, for at least it's something new, even if it's not very good. But uh, you know, the quality of life changes are great. Like it, it updated the UI. It's amazing. They added filters and all that. It's it's really good. And as far as the units, um, like the tag units, they're nice, but uh, it's not really like game change. I know I've seen a lot of people on like Reddit and all. They think like the tag units are just going to just totally change the way you play the game. They really don't. It's more of like a support tool. 
But I mean, they're good and it, it's useful. It's, I'm glad they're adding it. But like, would you say, because there was this interesting discussion in wiki unit ratings, I think like an hour ago, um, where people were talking about, or, or one person mentioned, hey, wouldn't tag chainers make it a lot easier to provide chains for your finishers every turn while, you know, still being a decent damage dealer themselves? So you, you'd bring a tag chainer and a finisher instead of bringing two chainers. What do you think about that? Exactly. That's that's pretty much the, the, the main purpose of the tag change is to en- enable you to use finishers easier. Mm-hmm. It it does not replace chaining in the game as a mechanic, which is how some people are kind of misunderstanding it. Right. And, and there's not that many tag chainers, really, right? They, they were actually just for the anniversary, right? You haven't seen any other tag chainers. Uh. Aren't the Elric brothers? Yeah, yeah, the collaboration, the rerun of the, or the new, the new collaboration for Full Metal Alchemist added the Elric brothers as a tag chainer as well. Okay, okay, all right. So, so what we have like a total of two or three now in Jade? Uh, it's like six. Uh, more than oh, that. six. About. Okay, wait, hold on. There's, there's the Elric brothers. There's Cleom and Axstar. There's Last Gen. Okay, uh, hold Darfina on. I've heard Soul. Last Gen so many times. It's Lastwell and who the fuck? Reagan. Okay, that's the dumbest. It should be. Okay, I don't know what it should be, but last gen... It, it should be Raywell. Raywell? I mean... That was a joke. Don't do that. That's worse than Chainisher. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Now I know. Okay, this is Lastwell and Reagan. I've actually seen that sprite, so now it makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah, but isn't last gen really strong too? Yeah, yes and no. He, he He's good because he does really high burst, and with the proper team support... He can do that burst three turns in a row. So he bursts like about as hard as Tifa, but he can do it for three turns in a row, whereas Tifa has the setup round and all that. Hmm. Last gen is you cast his one buff and then you just you LB three times in a row. You do have to fill his LB, though. So that is the the tricky part. You need like Entrust or something like Epsilon Nicole to really pump out his LBs in a row. But it's not that he has extreme single target burst. It's that he's got consistent steady burst. And over over like four turns, it averages to really, really, really high. Right, right. Well, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. I'm personally looking forward. To- I, I, I want to say, uh, before we get too far from the from the discussion of nicknames, I think that the nickname for Charlotte and Fissilis should be Philly. <laughs> no. Wait, there's a Charlotte and Fissilis unit? <gasps> yes. What What's the unit type? They were they were given for free, by the way. They're Aww. limited, but it, it's it's free during the event, and they're really good. Oh, okay. What's what what are they? Damage dealer, from what I can tell, with like some. Breaks oh, okay. Because I was thinking, you know, Charlotte and okay. minor support. No cover. Yeah. Uh, no, no cover. They have um some mitigation buffs that are on. I think it's a a Magnus. It's a one time use. It's really high. It's like a four turns. It, yeah. 60% mitigation for 14. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. And then um they have breaks, but the the the, the main thing is it's a, it's a free tag chainer and that oh. if you if you're going if you're going to use them, it's pretty much going to be as your tag chainer while you fit in multiple finishers. If 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 you didn't pull on the tag chainer banners. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, it, it's a pretty cool combo, I I'd say like Fissilis and, and Charlotte, not as cool maybe as Seagard Ignacio. You all know I have a big man boner for for those two, but uh, uh, speaking of which, shouldn't we like? Hey, can't we get like NVAs or something for Valentine's Day? Wouldn't that be really cool? I mean, we probably will, but I would imagine it will be NVA Marie. Yeah, you said that before to be mean. She's she's technically a Valentine's yeah, unit. But Sinzar, you said something in the Discord the other day. You said that um, you didn't think it was that likely 
or I think it was you, that you were kind of semi-doubting that we were going to get the EX2 abilities. Um, you still think that's true? Yeah, um, just just because of Global's track record the past like six months, that they have held back so many unit upgrades that we are expected from JP, like latent abilities, we're so far behind on enhancements, and it just seems like the EX2 abilities are one more thing that they're just going to like potentially just bypass and pretend like they don't exist. Such a shame, though. I actually, I said this in the previous pod, too, but I actually think EX2... Okay, okay, so don't kill me now, listeners, but I actually think it's a decent gacha concept where it kind of would be an additional reward for getting the EX2 of a unit, chasing the EX2 of a unit. It should never be, like, breaking, so it should never be, like, the actual unit utility is locked behind EX2, but, you know, like, auto-LB, that's a very nice thing to get on EX2. It's just a nice thing. I agree, but the, these EX2 abilities, they did them in JP, what is it, like three months ago at this point? Yeah, never and again. We've, and, and we've never again. So it seems like it was like an experiment they tried and didn't like yeah. and just never ran it again, which means Global will probably just say no. But I, mean, I don't know. I certainly hope we get them. I mean, it's such a shame. Like, none of them is really breaking in any way. They're just making these units a bit more viable. If I had an Aerith, I would be upset, but I don't, so that doesn't matter. I do have a Cloud. I don't care about any of them except for Gabrant. Yeah, but although, to be honest, does Gabrant need it? Like, Gabrant is already a yes. fucking man chunk. He always needs more Yeah, more he needs chunk. more chunk, yeah. I can see Muspel going to his altar of Gabrant and kind of, you know, doing weird shit. I hope I put images in every, all listeners' minds now. What is Muspel really doing at his altar? Is he sweaty? Is he undressed? What does it smell like in the room? Moving on, what was the next topic? Or is that the that's end of the kind podcast? of the end. <laughs> anything so we can stop talking about <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's kind of the end. I didn't really have anything else unless, Sinzar, you have something kind of that you thought or you think would be fun to mention about JP or something that's upcoming. Uh, global, global devs, if you're listening, please buff Laswell. Right, right. Because, oh, hey, hey, actually, but Laswell is an interesting unit, right? He should be. So we should be talking about him in the in the next pod, I think. Um, but isn't he, like, he's actually a physical damage dealer in base, and then he turns into a magic damage dealer in Brave Shift, right? Correct. He He's a magical damage dealer like Ace and Ram, where he uses physical attacks that can be imbued. Oh, my God. But that is so cool. But uh, but unlike them, he deals very little damage. Ah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, rel- relative to the meta, he he deals more damage than them, obviously, because right, they're right. seven stars. But. That's such a shame, though, because because I said this when Aerith was released too, and they haven't done it since. But they really need to like do something gameplay wise, you know, actually do some bold design when it comes to the envy meta and the fact that you can shift your units. Do something cool. Like Aerith could have actually been even more. Aerith could have been one of those heal for the upcoming two turns and then actually be able to do some magic finishing while her abilities are auto-healing the team. And and then you have Laswell, which is really cool. Like you could actually shift him into the damage type you need for that specific trial. There could be a trial with phases where like phase one is physical, phase two is magical, and then Laswell would be amazing for it. Yeah, but Barris, if they make it so that every single unit does only one thing, then you have to pull for every single What do you mean? I didn't get the joke. That if, if they make flexible units, then that means that you don't have to pull as much to fill out your roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a cynical but also very true statement. That is true. I, I don't know. I, I just think it would be cool, you know? I just think... 
like I, I kind of like what they did with well actually cloud is pretty decent too because cloud is kind of a, a lb finisher in base and a chainer in shift so i guess there's that but i don't know w would be nicer to see some more um some more variation let's see but maybe they do buff him like i i said this on the live podcast too like only six months ago gumi was kicking ass and taking names or maybe not six months wait time flies a year ago a year ago gumi was really outperforming in, 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 the, in before the before times, time before, before the, pandemic. the pandemic a long long time ago gumi had enhancements guy how many remember the enhancements guy meme who actually buffed units properly for for you know every banner fixed um buff durations he, he fixed chin he, he made he made Chin exactly good. And, and then they did these quality of life things for gl they even released trials on gl that were really nice we had also telful sanis and stuff like that so despite all of this you know not getting the latents gumi was still knocking it out of the park they were doing really well and and providing a fantastic experience for gl players but now i really feel it's 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 literally the opposite alim is are the ones experimenting and, and doing stuff. And Gumi is literally just copying over stuff. And they could, I mean, again, JP, they have like three months of data from JP. They can use that to see, hey, Laswell needs buffs. Let's give Laswell, Laswell a tiny buff. Although I know, I know, like, I know they wanted out of that hole of, of GL buffs because like at a, at a point in time, you know, the community was angry that a unit didn't get a GL. Uh, buff so yeah i th i think that was caused by just them they made esther and Zeno too strong and then they were constantly scrambling to catch up. and i think skipping forward to the envy meta let them stop worrying about that so much because we don't have gl exclusive units that they have to compete with anymore right right but no that's true that's true but yeah i would i do wish that they would do global exclusive tweaks to units that really need it but I, at this point, I don't have my hopes up because it's been so long. Well, I mean, you know, Sinzar's voice carries weight. Sinzar has now said he wants Laswell banned. No, not banned. Sorry. Jesus. No, don't ban Laswell. Buff Laswell. Buff Laswell, <laughs> ban Barrows. How, how would you like, Sinzar, how would you want him to be buffed? Like, would you want him to do more damage in shift form or, 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 or base form? Or... Uh, that's pretty much his biggest thing is he's a damage dealer that just doesn't deal relevant damage. He also has a problem that his imbues in the shift form are only from the Magnus abilities. So on an extended oh. fight, after like, I forget how many turns, something like eight eight or 12 turns, you just can't imbue anymore, which is like, what? Which is kind of a problem. Yeah. Um, they should definitely fix that. Tur turn those into cooldowns, not Magnus abilities. But yeah, he's just an overall, just a, in my opinion, a poorly th a poorly designed unit. And he just needs, needs a facelift. I mean, such a shame. He's an ice damage dealer, I'm assuming, right? But but what if instead of buffing him, they made it so that he destroys like three more planets in a CG? Would that be acceptable? Wait, he has a CG. He is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a CG unit. Oh, doesn't he like freeze the sun? Um, there's so many laughs. Well, I forget which one is which, <laughs> but I I I, I, th I think it is the one where like he freezes like the entire space and cuts the universe in half or something. It's 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 over the top. It's insane, but it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure that that's the one where he puts out the sun. But I mean, that which is bad. It's it's also <laughs> very powerful. But but it would be cool. Like I mean, if they buff him a bit, maybe he could be one of the units for Demon Chimera too. Like if he if he actually does decent damage in his shift form, for instance, and has longer immune. If they made his damage high enough to be relevant, then absolutely. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, I am I'm still in my heart somehow hoping that one day Enhancements guy will come back because I, I definitely think the the place they were in was a bad place where everyone was expecting a global upgrade on every banner. But, you know, showing that you care from time to time, giving players some love, not doing the bullshit they did with DQ, that still pisses me off because that was such a free win. They could have won so easily there, but they just chose not to. I don't know, maybe they just fired anyone that has to do anything with the game from Gumi. Like, they're just literally copying and nobody's actually working on FFB at Gumi. They're just translating. I don't know. That could be the case. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, So we should probably call it for the week. But before we do that, uh, Sinzar, do you want to plug your YouTube channel and stuff? Uh, Sure. You know, if you need, um, if you're looking for some mostly just trial videos on Brave XPS, you can check my, you can search Sinzar Brave XPS on YouTube. It should come up. That's pretty much all I do is trial videos. I don't really do like the unit reviews and all that. I just do trial stuff. You do some fun pulls too, though. You do. Oh yeah, and when when, when I when I pull, which is not very common, but when I do pull, I usually record those and post them on there as well. But yeah, you can you can find me on YouTube. I mean, I can put it this way: if you're playing FB and haven't discovered Sinzar already, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Honestly, you just need to get better at this game because like ninety percent of trials wouldn't be possible without you, Sinzar. Or I mean, they would. But like three months after they were released, that that may that may be uh, overstating it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think it's closer to the truth than, than, than many might admit. Uh, I mean, you know, because like we still don't have possibilities and stuff like that. So your mega threads are really what what helps me with uh, with literally every trial. Like every time I need to do a trial, and if I'm a couple of days late, I just Google for Sinzar Reddit mega thread. I find your video, and then I find your mega thread, and then I just fucking knock it out of the park that's so nice all right well thanks for listening thanks for listening everybody and thanks for coming on since our see you later see ya